in the We're world. in the gas. All right, fellas, we Takes are live. Motorcycle media. Oh, snap. We are live. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to Pin the Whole Freaking Gas Podcast. I am your host, Cool Jules, in the building. And, of course, we have Chris, the whole mega effing show, Simcoe. And looky, look what we have here today. Sir. I don't know. I just, I, I just want to, just want to enjoy this moment real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we got my man, Kid Chaos, Cam, and with the official pin the gas nickname. I hope he likes it because th- this nickname is actually kind of near and dear to my heart because it's one of my favorite things. My man, Firefist Ashton Yates, was good. I actually want to refer to him as Firefist Ash from now on. Okay, Fire Fist. Fire Fist Ash. You know how I came up with that name? I like it. So I don't know if you guys watch anime, but One Piece is one of my favorite animes of all time, if not my favorite anime. And there's a character named Fire Fist Ace that was able to eliminate a whole army with just his two hands, which is flames. Like it was it was insane. Like the 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 scenery of that was just insane. Was able to just obliterate a whole freaking military army with two flaming hands, like Fire Fist Ace, Fire Fist Ash. Made perfect sense. So fuck it. I was like, let's run with it. (laughs) I like it. You hear the passion in my voice. (laughs) Absolutely. But but what's up, you guys? How how we doing, man? We got Kid Chaos, Cameron Myers, Fire Fist, Ashton Yates. What's good? How you guys feeling? Oh, man, we're good. Just hanging out and uh, got Cam over doing some training stuff. And uh, yeah, man, just uh, on a little break right now from the Superbike stuff. not this weekend, but the next headed into Pittsburgh for the next uh, Moto America round. But right now, just kind of a little off time and hanging out with my man Cam. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, uh, why don't you tell everybody, uh, Ashton, how you and Cam actually got to meet and got together? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I did a lot of riding out of the hand compound and even lived there for a little while. And I meet mm-hmm. a lot of people out there and um, people come out there and watch me ride and stuff. And, and Cam came around one day, he was actually from Dublin, Georgia, and was really interested in it. And, uh, he wanted to, to learn and I had a bike out there, help him out, showed him. He, he actually was kind of a natural when he got on it, rode around and got a feel for it. It's a little different than riding in the dirt and stuff. I think he's had a dirt bike before, but. Um, and uh, he, he got him a set of leathers eventually, and yeah, we got him on the bike and got him rolling, and, and he still uh, has interest in it and wanted to start racing, and and uh, yeah, I've been down to help him out, and he's loving it and getting better and faster, and it's cool to see. Yeah, I mean, and what a mentor he has, right? I mean, dude, For you real? ask him. Like, holy dude, crap. Dude, how, how, how special are you in this world, man, to have Ashton Yates as your uh, riding coach, man. How how does that make you feel? Master and commander. It's like, I don't know. Me and Ashton, we kind of clicked, like, even off the bikes. Like, we had some in common, you know. We would um, always talk, and we got pretty close. And then I started wanting to ride, too. And then it was just like, Oh, yeah, Ashton does this professionally. He's going to be a good coach, mentor, whatever. He was down, I was down, and we did it. So it just happened. It's amazing. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I so it's just like, it. 
it was just like an organic connection from from the jump it was like nothing forced it just everything just kind of like kind of yeah, like fit well, into uh, one place huh yeah uh cam's dad had some weird experience i did i think he did some endurance stuff and uh back when my dad was still racing they might have <coughs> came together at one point um cross paths or something i think but uh um yeah so his dad knows all about it and his dad's kind of been helping him along as well so and uh yeah i'm, I'm there been helping him out also so we're gonna keep keep rolling mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh Ashna, this is your second year on on superbike correct me if i'm wrong that's right yeah second year all right what what was what was like the we, we were talking about this a little bit before we went live um what are the what are the jump shift it, it definitely definitely was a jump shift coming from the the cbr 1000 a stock cbr 1000 going to a superbike bmw not only are you transitioning classes but you're transitioning to a totally different platform what, what was that like initial adjustment like uh last year i guess or this year in comparative uh yeah so last this year's i mean not a whole lot's changed because I'm on the same bike, pretty much same team and stuff, and same group of guys. So, uh, but last year, yeah, when I jumped on and started Superbike on this actual Superbike, it was different. Um, but I felt like I was ready for it. I, I was the youngest Superbike rider, and but just to be out there with like Petrucci and all those guys, and I had a few solid finishes. Uh, I think three six place finishes and uh yeah a lot of, most top mostly top 10 last year and was pretty happy with that and got to mix it up with in the front a little bit when it rained and stuff for those guys <laughs> the ultimate equalizer um, yeah as far as the bike i mean uh the bike super bike was is a better bike you know it's a race bike more of a race bike so from the stock bike but um yeah, I felt like it was kind of what I needed. I needed to step forward in superbike class, and I'm a bigger guy, and uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. So, and, and we're still learning this year, you know. Same team, the Shabby Racing guys. It's a, I got a I got a great team under me, and happy to be working with them still. And I've got my dad in there too, kind of as the crew chief, and my grandpa still hanging out and steve and my dad and steve's a really knowledgeable dude and mm -hmm. uh, to see them kind of bounce he's been around a while also since back in the superbike ama superbike days so uh yep to see them work together is kind of cool and uh yeah we we got a good little uh program going on and we're hoping to keep it keep it going into next year so Ooh. Yeah, because I, I I could only imagine the uh, the wig splitting feeling coming from like a stock to a to a, a super bike, like you know, kind of kind of like transitioning from just like to, for a normal squeeze uh, a street squid like I, you know, going from like a Japanese bike to like a, like a European bike. I'm pretty sure sitting on a BMW and riding it for the first time, you were like, like I don't know, like holy, oh, this is phenomenal. But what what year what year is that BMW actually? Because that's not that's not the newest one, right? No, it's uh it's the a 2018, I believe. Yeah, we uh we've been kind of waiting to get the new one. Uh, right now we have a pretty good package. We got a couple bikes and a lot of spares with this old bike, and it's a it's a decent bike. And 
eventually the plan is to get the newer the newer race bike he's we're just kind of waiting for the everything to iron out all these issues with the new bike that uh the teams were having and trying to <laughs> make sure we start off you know ready to go and not have any issues and stuff but uh, it's going to happen here soon um i don't know exactly when but uh it's it's going to happen so uh but yeah no it's uh yeah, definitely. I think the first thing I noticed on the Superbike was just the handling is a little bit different and the electronics. Obviously, you got the electronics and all the data to look at. And mm -hmm. uh, when I rode the stock bike, I was I turned everything off. <laughs> like I was running yeah. traction control, no wheelie control. And that's kind of how you got to ride it. And it took me a little while to get used to electronics and stuff, but it's um, definitely... <laughs> Uh, faster, I feel like, in a way, once you get it all dialed in. So. Oh, dude, for sure. And, and the fact that you're still, like, uh, accumulating points on an older platform and and running with the fast guys time to time, uh, it's it, it seems to me it'll definitely be uh, a competition shaker once you get the package that you guys are really aiming for. And personally, I like the older bike better. It looks a lot more better than uh, this gigantic Air Force wing that's on the on the new. One. Don't get me wrong, yo. Don't don't get me wrong. The the, the new the new M one thousand double R looks sick, but it's just like it does. the wing is like bigger than half my body, and I'm just like, eh. you know, I kind of do like the old shark style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I don't just know. put some wings on that one. Put some wings on that one, and then. And they call yeah, it a day. You know what I'm about it. <laughs> Just messing around, but yeah, it, no. I mean, it's a good bike. The one I'm riding's a good bike. Like I said, it's the best thing I've ridden so far. So, but you know, <laughs> these guys are ripping on the new one, and the Tigers team's doing is pretty successful. And I'm pretty confident. You know, I can be up there in the front um, if I, you know, if we had a little extra, you know. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to happen. Can't wait for that. So. Absolutely, it's going to happen, and I can't wait for that, for sure. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be amazing to see Ashton Yates on top of the box, right? That's where it comes full circle. Your daddy's there, and now you're going to dominate, and it's – I mean, that's all I can say. Mic drop. Boom. That's it. Done. Yeah. Over. Firefest Ash is going to be looking for his <clears throat> next burn victim. That's it. Burning them up. <laughs> Now, Cam, what, what was like? What was like the fastest bike that that you've ever ridden on track? On track, as of right now, I think it's the 150R. I mean, I've ridden 450s off track, like I mean, mm. stuff like that. I've ridden those bikes before. Um, I mean, I've ridden a 400 off track, not on yet, but I mean, yeah, 150R on track for sure. And 150R is a weapon by itself. Yeah. It Right, it really is. It's a weapon. It, yeah, it's a great bike. Sure. I, I I don't know if it would support something like me. I mean, I got the weight of a pro wrestler, so I don't know if it. <laughs> oh, it'll support you. We just throw stiffer springs, Dude, in it and you'll be I, good to go. I'm 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 six feet tall, two hundred and and thirty five pounds. You know what I'm saying? Freaking heavyweight right. out here. That's all right. I, I was I was listening to the um the the Bison Carruthers pod for as long as i can actually listen to it um but it, it was it was the one between your dad ashton and, and 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 aaron and you guys were like talking about um the weight differences and how that affects performance on the bike and y'all brought up scott redding and all this stuff um 
aren't you yourself kind of like a bigger stature guy? I don't. I've never seen you in person, really, but like <clears throat> I remember you guys were like talking about it a little bit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. So I'm like six two around there, and yeah, like I mean, I weigh like one seventy, one eighty now. Um, so yeah, I'm a bigger guy for sure. Um, but my dad, you know, is a bigger guy, maybe an inch or two shorter. But he mm-hmm. was a thick dude, pretty built, built guy, you know. You know, could wrestle the bike around and stuff. And um, and I think at one seventy five might have been the lightest he ever was or something. So yeah, I mean, it's when you get up in the super ride class, it's not really as big of a deal. Um, oh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got all that extra horsepower. It's kind of <laughs> not as big as it is. junior clutch and stuff. So right, or, but uh, imagine we'll give you one horsepower per body weight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so well, as far as uh, uh, the electronics on this BMW, <clears throat> was it like confusing when you first jumped on it from your super stock machine? Yeah, it was. It, pretty different i mean the stock the newer stock um sport bikes come with like a tc wheelie control setting usually um but i just turned it all off because it's just kind of it doesn't work that great and um but my super bike is is actually older um electronics um it's not it's uh, the newer bmw's uh race team the titles guys have a more advanced electronics for sure now so it's definitely evolved but um yeah my stuff is it was a pretty still though it's it's a lot different and i got all the buttons on the handlebars that do different things and i can see whatever i want on the dash and i gotta remember how many clicks i do this button to get it to do this and uh, (laughs) yeah so but I, I usually just have a, a setting I go with, and I'll leave it. And while I'm riding, I can actually change stuff on the fly, or, uh, bump the TC down or up, or you know whatever, mm-hmm. or change power modes and maps. So I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot uh, possibilities there. So that's like some like next level shit with with <laughs> motorcycles, man. It's like there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of little different nuances and, and and caveats when trying to like adjust on the fly like i i'd be looking at because i've picked up gp bikes before and the amount of buttons that are on that thing it looks like a freaking rubik's cube on like how they deal with certain stuff and then they got the whole like freaking um uh, they got a brake lever on their thumb and i'm just like this is this is freaking crazy the electronics that goes into the bike so i asked you cam is like uh have you ridden anything with like with heavy-ish electronics like the are you acclimated to some sort of like adjustments on the fly or, or all your bikes just come in like just manual setups? Yeah, manual really. It's, I mean, I'm mm. only on a 125 now, so. Mm. So you've never like messed with like uh, any like electronic stuff like off the track or anything? I mean, yeah, in the paddock, like with Ashton, like after the races and stuff, he showed me a lot, like how it works. And like, we got into talking about that. He showed me the bike. I mean, we went through it and it's sick, honestly. I bet. Imagine there's like a, Ashton puts you through like a a pop quiz, like he puts you on the bike. All right, ready? In 10 seconds, switch the TC to four. Too slow, man. Too slow. Yeah, do it again. Them. They had to remind me every race how to do it almost. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's just best for me to just kind of 
Like at first when I started riding the super bike, I was like, you know, I'm not really trying to worry about that. I just want to ride it and, you know, get up to speed and then we can start messing with all that. But yeah, now I, I still have to have them remind me of what some of the stuff does because I just don't really like to do it on the fly. And if I do it, it's in the, the paddock or I'll come in and do it because it's a little bit of a distraction and I'm out there focusing on my my line and or just trying to follow somebody or be smooth and um not really focused wanting to focus on buttons and you know stuff so especially when you're on the edge yeah <laughs> I, right I, I bet man i bet i can see where it could get confusing you know because you got like you said 80 switches on there and you gotta hit this one once this one twice and try to pay attention to what your dash is saying and the in the rev limiter and Man, you got all this stuff going on. You know, I feel like you, right? I look, I just want to ride it. Just take it all off. Let me go out there and see how it feels. And and yeah, I'll come back in and we'll go from there. Yeah, just eliminate all electronics and just straight up skill for skill racing. How about that? Take the aero packages out, take the electronics out. Yeah, that's how it should be. <laughs> I agree. You know I mean? like, yeah, I like, agree. Just freaking rip it. <laughs> Because, so, yeah. like, you, you, we're out here doing, like, GTA cheat codes up, up, left, right, down, down, X square, up. Like, because <laughs> like I'd I, I be watching, like, writers' point of views and just like, and then they're, like, in, like, like freaking 60-degree lean angles. I'm like, yo, what 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 is this? That, that is crazy. Pretty sure everybody's played video games growing up because there's no way their thumb moves that fast. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. And the, the GP stuff is even like another level, it seems like, too. Like I don't get it. Yeah, that's crazy. Friggin' Simon Crafar was breaking it down on one of those. Like, okay, so this yellow button here is you're supposed to go right there and this adjust the bike. And I'm like, dude, I don't you lost me there, bro. Rewind the video. No. <laughs> uh speaking of game, do you, yo, do you guys like game at all? Uh yeah, um, uh, MotoGP a little bit. It's been a while, but um, I've definitely I played a good bit. I, you know, there's like a Moto America group of guys. We we all get on would play together, and uh, Jackson Blackman and uh, Maziato, Posh, and it's been a while. But yeah, we used to get on there in the the Superbike 22 game. Yeah, I'm, I'm ripping that. Yeah, the right SBK. Now. Yeah, yeah, I got that too. Yeah, I'm playing yeah. that right now, Chris. We got to play. I got, I got a PS5 and an Xbox, so yeah, and I'm down. Do we should all get on and play sometime. Cam, all I do is to, crash. I'm gonna have to do a few extra practice sessions, probably, because uh, it's been a while. But <laughs> Cam, yeah, we should, man. We should all get up and do it. We should all get up and game. It'll be a lot of fun. What'd you say, Jules? Oh, uh, you 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 game, right? Yeah, I mean, I play not anymore, really. Like, I've been focused on more of the real-life racing thing and training and trying to get outside, doing being more active. Uh, but, yeah, Amen. I, play a, little, I play, play a little bit of Ride 4 on PC, but I have to play by myself because nobody plays on PC and it's not cross-platform. But I still just yeah. try to lay down some fast laps online and stuff. Oh, the but, PC yeah. is not cross-platform? Oh, that's whack. I don't, I, I don't get it. They Ride don't they, – they yeah, Ride Four is they, not cross-platform. Yeah. Oh, Ride Four period is yeah, not cross-platform. Period is not cross-platform, right? Oh, that's why. Because I'm about to say that's like, why like, I got an Xbox so I could play with uh, <laughs> Jillian and Cam and all these other guys, all these other I'm kids, still, Avery and all that. 
I'm still waiting for them for them dudes to invite me. Freaking uh, what's his name? Um, Isaac Woodworth was sending me clips of him playing online, and it was they weren't even racing, man. It was like it was like twisted metal, like it, like it was destruction derby out there with these guys. Freaking um, so we got we got a couple questions here on the on the Facebook comment section. Let me pull it up. Uh, so so Kevin, oh man, the prototype man, Kevin Horny. What's up, guys? Huge fan of Yates. Will any of you be at the pit for the endurance? Mm, that's this weekend, I yeah. think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, I. Uh, I don't. No, I won't be flying in till Wednesday next week. So. Um. But uh, yeah, I hate that I'll be missing out on that, but. Um, but yeah, I'll just be getting ready here back home and heading out mm-hmm. next week. Uh, Chris Stanovich says, "Oh, wait, oh, never mind. We'll, we'll we'll read this one. Does the superbike? Oh yeah, yeah. This is Chris Stanovich. Does the superbike class run a full suite of data acquisition electronics?" Yeah, so that was uh, another thing that was a big, uh, well, big thing was uh, learning to. Look at electronics and kind of go over it with um, Steve Scheibe, my team owner. And yeah, I mean, when you get on the super bike, you've got all these uh, uh, devices and you know, measure everything, and you can literally see anything you want. And what I'm doing on the bike, he can see all of it. And um, and another thing that's cool about it is uh, his previous riders. You know, he had before me Hector Barbara. XGP guy and then um, uh, Heron and Gagne and I can go back and compare my data to all those guys at any of the tracks we go to and what they're doing and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's actually really cool to look at last year when I, I was new to it and and uh, uh, yeah just last year I learned a lot just looking at it and what I need to be looking at and how to read certain things and um <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy what all you can see from uh, from all that stuff, and it's it's wild that uh, that he can literally you know see what I'm doing every lap, every second of the race or session and stuff too. So if I tell him I like tuck the front in this turn, and he can go in there, oh yeah, I see it right here. You did this and holy crud. Uh, yeah, and, uh, actually, a brainer turn two in qualifying. The fast, really fast turn two. I think we're like 130 or something flying around that right hander. And I, oh my the, God. I hit a bump and I took the front for like, uh, I don't know, it seemed like at least half a second or something. And I kind of saved it and then it came back and he could see that. And he was like, Yeah, that was an oh shit moment for sure. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, it's wild. The data stuff is pretty wild, kind of cool. I, I bet it is, and learning how to just because all you see is different colors and all these squiggly lines, right? You're like, I have no idea. Like, this is your throttle, this is your brake, this is blah, this is blah, this is blah, you know. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, ride it, motherfucker. Right, right. <laughs> I'd be up there asking. I'd be the. I'd be the yeah. rider. I'd be up there with my phone recording while he's doing. It. I was like, okay, keep talking. That way, I could at least go back and study it, right? Because me, I would forget. Yeah, it was helpful for me. Also, my dad was kind of around the. You know, during the time they were developing that stuff, 
and he uh yeah and he he knows how to read it all too and you know it, uh, i gotta say i'm pretty fortunate i feel like to have the group of people behind me that i do and um yeah so good stuff do, do you have any teammates currently in this um, not this mm. uh, well yeah. first steve right right what was that? What was that like? Uh, experience like working with uh, with an XGP guy like Hector Barber? Like, like, was there any like advices that like he gave you that you took away and you were just like, you know what? It could well, be really hard to kind of understand that guy. <laughs> honestly, I mean, I met him only a handful of times, and but with Steve, when Steve worked with him, he said he was kind of uh, kind of hard to work with because <laughs> I could only imagine the language barrier there, and he. It was very particular on how he wanted the bike set up, and it was just kind of hard to for him to relay those feelings, I guess. But um, no, he was a really cool dude. And last year was his last final year, Moto America. He was actually on the Titlers team last year, yeah. moved from Steve's team to Titlers, and then I was on Steve's bike, and I got to ride around him a good bit. And uh wasn't really far off, you know, him and most no. of the races and he was on the new bike. So he no, he told me he uh well, I remember one race said uh said uh, yeah, very good rider, you very good rider or something. <laughs> and that's all he has to say. Yeah, so he no, nah, he's a cool dude and I yeah, it was cool to hear that from uh, I grew up watching Hector too, you know, Meta GP stuff. Mm -hmm. So Pretty, pretty neat stuff. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. What uh, kind of? Did you? Did, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, me too. Do, uh, do you still watch any moto? I mean, obviously Moto America, British Superbike racing, or Moto GP, or anything like that. Yeah, I. So um, all of it, you know. Uh, mm. I try to. Um, this year, I've haven't been keeping up with the British Superbike as much. But uh, yeah, like MotoGP. Actually, World Superbike is kind of what I've been keeping up with the most. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, the GP stuff has changed so much, and it has. But, you know, it's entertaining to watch. <laughs> but the World Superbike guys are kind of the guys that I can relate to the most. And just this, and you know, there's some, you know, guy a girl off out there. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I keep up with him, and and then uh, some of the there's a lot of bigger guys out there too, and that are ripping. So uh, yeah, it's I like watching Superbike guys, I guess, the most uh, at the moment. You, you you ever get to meet any of the uh, any of the, like the big BMW riders out there? Um. So yeah, I haven't been to like a World Superbike race since. The last race they had at Laguna Seca. Oh. Now I haven't really spent any time with any of those guys over there. I don't think now. Even when Gerloff was over here, we raced against each other in Super Sport, mm -hmm. but he wasn't. <laughs> I never really got to meet him um, or hang out with him. Uh, but uh, yeah, not not any of those guys really. Actually. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, like, it would be cool if, like, you know, if if BMW, the factory itself, like, reached out to, like, the, the American BMW riders, like, yo, 
we're throwing a little party. Come here, meet Vandermark. Like, you know what I mean? Like that that, that would be such an eye-opener moment for me. Um, Chris Glandon says, Ashton, when you make changes to the setting, is it instant or is there a slight delay? I've noticed that my street bike, the settings changes on the fly. It takes a few seconds to apply to the engine and controls on my Aprilia. So Chris, you trying to give me a ride on that thing, bro? What? Uh-oh. Um, let's see. Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Um, hmm. Uh, this electronic changes, I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 Does it happen on the fly or does it take like a little bit of time for the adjustments to kick in? Nah, with my my Honda, um, it was pretty, you know, like happened immediately, you know. So I I don't know, uh, no delay for me. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I mean, and as as far as my super bike, I mean, it's totally different, <clears throat> different stuff. But yeah, it's all pretty right then and. You know, immediately. Right then and there. Right, immediately. Yeah. As soon as yeah. I hit TC1 yeah. to 4, boom, it's done. I don't Can you I imagine if there was a delay? We want a delay there. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> who's your working. favorite world super bike rider? Top right, Grass Galfield. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Say it, man. I'm waiting. Oh, my favorite? Oh, yeah. uh... Hmm. It's tough, but... Yeah, I don't know. They're all. It's a, pretty cool to see the different factories battling together at the top like that, and they're all different mm-hmm. different riding styles. And honestly, Top Rank is a bigger dude, and the way he rides is more relatable to me, I think. And just some of the things he does, I'm like, yeah, he's getting <laughs> so. He he's gets working. it in there, yeah, yeah. Yep. And Cam, same Johnny question. Ray, Johnny oh, Ray sorry. though too. Yeah, I like Johnny Ray too. Uh, unfortunately, oh man, Johnny Ray's a beast. Are you kidding me? He's he won how many World Superbike titles? Come on, man. I know that's cool, he didn't forget how to ride. Kawasaki no, just didn't. needs to catch up. That's all. No, he didn't. Right. It's just top practice just leads it. better. It's unfortunate, you know. Jonathan Ray's time, old man, like you're screwed. So, all right, Cam, you know. that same question for you, buddy. Who's your favorite World Superbike rider or rider? Period. Honestly, I don't really watch World Superbike. Um, I only mm. watch really GP and Moto America, but yeah, I don't. I don't and, and anybody in GP, you're like, yo, I want to emulate this. <laughs> what do you mean, like? Like, like you're like, like any of the GP guys are like, you're like that guy. I'm gonna try to do the shit that he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one day hopefully, but um, yeah, I really only watch GP. I keep up with Marquez and uh, Becco mm. and. All, pretty much all the GP riders. I like my GP a lot. Oh, so you're just like Chris, a general fan. He just can't single one person out. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Marquez is my favorite, like all time, yeah. always will be, because he's such a hard rider, and you can tell his heart's in it all the time. Yeah. He's always going 100%. Yeah, he hasn't finished a race in like forever, <laughs> but um, still, he 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 needs to get on a different bike. I feel like. Um, is yeah. it the bike? Or is it Marquez? It's got to be the it's bike. It's definitely the bike. Yeah, it's for sure. 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, we'll, rem- we'll remember that when he goes to KTM. Or but l- listen, Ashton was started to sound like me when he when he's saying who his favorite rider is. Because I'm the same way, man. I'm like, listen, they're all good. They're all my favorite. I love all of them. And, dude, I respect every single one of them. 
oh i love brad bender oh wait no but alex marquez is doing great so i love him oh wait no alicia sparrow is doing good no, so man, i love him it, i was no, like man not that deep but yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just a fan man what can i say I'm just yeah. a true no no he's like that with junior cup holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> listen, yo he cannot I, sing like I can't, man, because listen, dude, listen, Ashton, I'm guys. friends, dude, I'm friends with, obviously, Cam and Avery and, uh, man, Isaac, Rossi, dude, yeah. all of them, Rossi Moore, yeah. man, and, and yeah. Levy, man, it's not, I, dude, they're all my favorite, <laughs> again, I'm going to say it right now, dude, they're all my favorite, dude, I love every single one of them and respect, yes, when they all line up on the grid, I want them all to win, but obviously, that's not going to happen, so I cheer for every single one of them. Just like they won, even if one finishes in fifteenth and the other gets a podium and one's in fifth or whatever, right? I, it's still Jules. All love and support. Who's your favorite junior cup rider, Jules? I, I know you'll, you might say something. Yo, <laughs> put you on the spot, Jules. You're talking about damn. Yeah. Damn. Listen, I, I, I love, I love each and every one of you guys dearly. And how, how many people are watching? Nine. I don't know. I'm, I'm, okay okay all right, all right all right all right off the record um honestly i i'm gonna go with the belgian badass bro let levy batty that's I, fair i love him i i i love him god it hurts to say i love all you guys <laughs> like now i know why chris doesn't single anybody out because damn man but when, when it comes down to it like i i do i do actually enjoy like him duke it out like with, with all you guys especially um when he would have his battles of Rossi more like that, that's like, if, if, if it wasn't on a junior cup level, it, it looks like a generational battle. Like it really looks that close between them two. And also I, I just like messing with this dude on Instagram. I, I clown on Levy a lot. So yeah. <laughs> it's more of a personal thing, I guess. Did y'all watch hilarious. the British Talent Cup race from Silverstone? The, uh, of course I watched Juju. Yes. Watched one. Yeah. So interesting. I love watching those. Like, yeah. Yeah, like almost more than just watching the MotoGP races, dude. Like they, those oh for sure, for sure. Fly for what they are. I mean, they're so light. And Julian Gray, so such a good rider. I love watching him, dude. It's it's sick. Yeah, he did amazing too, right? I mean, unfortunately, everybody knows. Well, they might not know, but yeah, he he crashed in the rain. Um, yeah. and then in the second race, he ended up uh. 11th i think if i can remember he was right for third at first and then i think he made a little mistake he did and yeah. he got fourth right yeah. oh wait no the, the, those were there two races right yeah those, those two races. Three. yeah oh, those race, two okay all right yeah but I mean that happens, you know, when you're pushing in the rain. Ashton will tell you, you know, it's it's it, so. Ashton, what's it like? Uh, uh, let me ask you this: the feeling of racing in the rain. Obviously, it's different than the dry, but how different? Because the rain tires are super good, right? They they give you so much feel and feedback. Oh, uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> they can only be so good, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's, I've got. I feel like I'm. I don't know why I'm good well in the rain. I think I just got good <laughs> control or good feel for the bike as long as it's set up right, you know, in the rain. And I know how to ride it in the rain. You kind of got to ride a little different and be patient. Choose your lines uh, good and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely more slick. You just got to be smart, you know, smooth. Um, yeah, don't push too much. <laughs> This, this might be a, a lesser intellectual question, but when, when you're riding in the rain, is it more of 
um the, the, the does it come down to like fuck it mode where you just depend on your skills or does electronics play a big play um a little bit of both when i last year in new jersey when it rained we actually all had rain tires started the race and it was drying up and uh, i remember that we were freaking sliding around ripping the tires up and i was actually like in fourth there for a minute and had passed gagne and then he went back by me and then we had like three or four laps to go and it started raining again and we shredded mm -hmm. up the tires and then at that point the electronics the tc is kind of set with the uh, i guess it's like the diameter of the tires plays a big part in it or something and the tire we were like spinning down the straightaways and stuff and uh just and the, the tire diameter got smaller and the tc <laughs> thing, i already adjusted it all the way or something but i think everyone was dealing with that because that's what happens you know when you're you're riding around rain tires in the dry you know eventually yeah. but then it rained there at the end and i ended up falling with a couple laps to go unfortunately but oh man yeah and it was like it was out of nowhere but uh but yeah it's yeah the the, the rain was pretty bad <laughs> yeah like like we most of new jersey i'm from i'm from new york so you know new jersey's not that far away but most of the track was it was just mud like it was almost impossible to like to like walk from area to area so i couldn't really see all the action that was going on but a lot of the riders were freaking oh my god it it was actually kind of dangerous man i was like are they gonna red flag this shit like you know what i mean yeah that track is rough track, but I like it for some reason. It's fun, and I think the bumps and stuff just make it more fun. And I, I've always kind of gone pretty well there. But in the rain, in the rain, it's even more slick there than other tracks. I think for some reason. But I had a good feeling there last year with the bike. And, hmm. um, but yeah, no, it's the rain's different. <laughs> for mm. sure. it's a different What's one. your favorite racetrack? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I've got a lot of favorites. So like Barbara, another safe answer. Yeah, Barbara in Atlanta, like my home, home races, and I, you know, go good there. I have family, friends come every year and stuff. So it's pretty special. But I've been out. I've you know been overseas. I did the World KTM RC Cup World Final over there in Aspen. The cool track, and then I rode at Jerez. I did a European Junior Cup round there and that track was i was surprised how small it narrow and small it was because on tv it seems bigger but uh that was also super nice tracks over there you know are a little bit different than over here so it's like butter yeah i don't know i like washington uh the ridge the ridge is dope i like yeah. road america i like all of them you know it seems like uh, every year i'll have a different type of weekend at each track so they're all pretty pretty awesome all right how about this favorite corner your your favorite section of all the racetracks like every time you go there you're like dude this corner right here i'm gonna murder it every time because i just love it right it just Bro, suits your style or whatever it is favorite turn corner. 11 at coda <laughs> hmm. uh probably barber off the back street 
Well, that whole split three section there, there's like that she came back straight away. Then we do off the back that left and right over the hill. That's a pretty awesome. Gnarly. When you're on a super bike and you're ripping, you dip down and then you're just like, the front gets light over that hill and you're like full lean angle almost and then going back down. It's like a roller coaster. It's pretty wild. So that's, that's probably that's probably the one. <laughs> that's the type of shit that makes you cool on social media. <laughs> get, get all these action shots. Yeah, right? Nah, dude, dude, Ashton on lean. that supermoto, bro, is ridiculous. I, I have you have you seen any of his videos on the supermoto jewels? Yeah, yeah, dude. I I, I was yeah. actually uh stalking his Instagram earlier <laughs> and i saw i saw the first pinned video it seems like everybody has like mastered the art of like sliding the rear and then like putting their whole body on the pavement and i'm like yo give, yo give me two months i'm gonna catch up with you guys give me yo give me two months i'm, I'm going to sfl mini all right yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna learn yeah. i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm going I'm to for all of you no, that's all right <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I, look, listen. The only person I care about beating is Jules, anyway. So that's it. I, I'm coming for him with the hair clippers. Yeah. Was, uh, apparently, loser gets a mullet, and I'm like, I, I'm like, damn, bro. Yo, Cam, you win. Loser gets a mullet. Come on, you, hey man, you're 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 the Cam already here. owes us a haircut. Yeah. yeah. Ashley, oh, oh, did you the, know about the, that? What? Uh, Cam's bet. He he lost the bet. So he I bush because I got taken out. I got a bush Yeah, and I was actually wondering about that. I'm gonna ask yeah. you about that. So yeah. we're gonna set it up. Yeah, we're we're gonna set up and do it live um, on the podcast. And yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. But I think you can pull off a buzzy, bro. Like, yeah, I feel man, like it'll grow back. Like cool. cool. Let's see. I'm gonna do some crazy stuff with it though. It's not just gonna be a buzz cut. I got some ideas. Put put like a dragon or like a freaking Chinese it's symbol or whatever. I'll make sure happen. Yeah, I'm yeah, <laughs> looking forward to that. Yeah, be there, Ashton. Yeah, matter of fact, you can cut his hair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where the Clippers at, bro? Just, just all, all you gotta do, man, is get get a fresh lineup, and then you know you turn that buzz cut into something yeah. next level. You know what I mean? Um, who uh, I don't I don't like how I don't know who this. Oh, this is um Chris, Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Stanovic. Favorite you? Oh yeah. So they they have mentioned um their favorite tracks. tracks. Um, Dream Bike. How about that for you two? Hmm. And why is it the Aprilia RSV four? <laughs> uh, hmm. Uh, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> Mm. Oh, right. you're kinda, you might be on my dream bike, the S1000 or the um, BMW for sure. Yeah, my dream yeah. bike might be that. <laughs> yeah. Or the uh, Pentagon V4. Obviously, bike. maybe to ride a MotoGP bike is kind of oh, yeah. like just to, to see, you know, they're, they're such a different bike and what those guys do is kind of <laughs> crazy, you know, to us super bike guys. Oh yeah. It would just be interesting to see what it does, you know, just to see what it feels like. But so which one would you jump on? Huh? The Aprilia, the Ducati, the Honda. Yeah. If, which which Moto GP if, bike would you jump on? If, if Dorna GP bike. Oh. Yeah. Sweet. But uh yeah, or also though like a five hundred GP bike. 
I've kind of always wanted to ride one of those. Oh, the little two strokes? Yes. Those are the real super bikes. I mean, those are the real MotoGP uh, machines. What were the I agree. Grand Prix yeah. bikes, man. I agree. Um, you know, now it's, it's all obviously uh, I, I should say it like this. Uh, the 500s were pure race bikes where MotoGP now is production bikes, but they're not because the chassis are super stiff. Obviously they're a prototype bike, but they're more along the line of a, a softer bike, right? If, if, if that makes sense. You guys know what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, Cam, you, which MotoGP bike would you first throw a leg over? Like, imagine Dorna came to you right now and be like, you are uh, able to uh, pick any bike here. What would it, do? What would it be? Uh? <laughs> I don't know if that's it, it, would, it would have to be the Ducati for sure. But like, Man. I mean, there's, it's just, I feel like that bike is – Definitely the best bike there, as of now. I would jump on the Aprilia personally. Yeah, I was gonna say the Aprilia. Yeah, man. And, 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 that's, that's a good one too. Yeah, maybe that one. That bike is so sexy. Yeah, I, because I'm it's, sorry, man, it looks really good. It's it's dude, they stepped their game up, haven't they? Right, look at you, came and asked him, man. They've come, dude. Look at Espargo, right, dude. Last lap battle, won the yeah, race, right, Captain. Yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. I've ridden the Aprilia. Uh, there before uh, street bike, whatever that thing's called, I forgot already. But yeah, the, the RSV4? It's pretty, yeah, RSV4, that's right. Yeah, yeah huge fan. Pretty wild, pretty wild ride. I liked it a lot. Yeah, so I'm sure the MotoGP bike, I think it's kind of based off their MotoGP bike a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to try that actually. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, it, it was literally the most terrifying bike I've ever ridden in my life. The, the 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 RSV four eleven hundred factory, I was like this. I was like this is way too much. But it, it was crazy because I I did the demo ride at, at Coda, and then um the the Aprilia instructor or or demo ride instructor came out, and we were the first rides of the day, right? And then he looks at all of us. He looks at me. He looks at a couple of the guys and goes, "Yeah, we're gonna have a good time." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> what does that mean and the the roads around coda are like they're not the best roads but they're very twisty right and some of them are pretty bumpy and i was the only jackass that chose to demo the the rsv4 1100 factory everybody else was on the on the on the uh, uh the r660 the tuono r660 uh, the tuono 660 the adv aprilia bikes so everybody had demoable bikes i was the only jackass who didn't so I, I stayed in the back and waited for everybody to go. And first of all, the clutch lever was like two feet away from the bar handle. So I was, I was struggling with that. And I almost stalled the bike. Like I was like, oh, my God, this is my first time ever riding something above a thousand. So like first gear is like, oh, I'm like, OK, OK, go. And then once the valve started opening up, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like I, I was freaking out. And then it started raining. And I was like, oh, nah, bro. So and, and then mid turn, the bike has a lean angle sensor and it was pretty much telling me like, yo, you're not leaning it farther enough, pussy, like, like keep going because the bike was so stable. And on a straightaway, I, I didn't get past third gear. It was so terrifying. But at the I, I never wanted to get off a bike so bad. Like I, I was I was like, I can we end this? Can we end this? But then by the end of the ride, I got off and I looked at the bike and I was like, fuck, I need me one. <laughs> Yeah. No, I enjoyed it too. Dude. I read one. 
Yeah, I've, it, it I, I've, I've never next ridden one. Shit. Um, I haven't ridden the Aprilia. Chris, the, oh my god, you 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 have yet. to, bro. Um, I haven't even ridden a BMW SR, but I've I've ridden a lot of other that bikes. bike is sickening. One thousands like the CBR one thousand R R R R R R R. Right? Uh, how many R's is in that one thousand? Man, come on, yeah. Uh, but you know what, dude? They're all super fast and. Man, they all handle well, right? But I'm not fast enough to be able to tell the difference on them. Uh, Ashton absolutely is. And Cam, you know, you're going to be a champ too. So I know you will. Oh, shoot. We got D Rocket in the house, Dustin Coiner. D Rocket says, What's up, Ashton? What's up, Dustin? Yeah. Dustin's like ultimate shit talker one on one. Dustin's awesome. Man. We love <laughs> Dustin. He's so cool. Yeah, it's it's crazy hearing Dustin do his own podcast with you guys, and it's like it's like one like one vibe, right? But then when he talks to us, he's like a totally different person. Like he's just he's the ultimate shit talker, and it annoys me so much. What was was ever was ever a time? Did, did you guys do you guys have like anybody on track that was like a complete like shit talker? That's like oh like oh like I want to choke you out. You know what I mean? Uh, like towards me, mm-hmm. not really. Oh, I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> nah, I just uh, uh, I'm, nobody. I'm pretty chill. I don't, you know. Uh, I don't know. Try to cause any problems, and you know. Uh, no, I don't think about causing problems. Just having fun. Oh, okay. Now, me and yeah, Brandon Posh is pretty good at that. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. Absolutely. But, uh, we're pretty close. We grew up racing each other, and you know, we we got. I think we got respect for each other. We just joke around. You know, the Jersey boys got a little different. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a little different than us Georgia boys, I guess. Yeah, there's a, it it, it sparks, it sparks like a a friendly flame, you know what I'm saying? Like it, like to me, I, I, my, my pastime is basketball. So if the game is quiet, I go mad. Cause I'm just like, dude, like, where's the motivation? I need somebody to tell me I suck or something. Cause then like, you know, it, 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 it sparks competition. How about you, Cam, kid chaos? I feel like you're the one causing the, Causing the stress yeah, out here. Jamie, Jamie likes to give me crap all the time, dude. We just go back and forth, honestly. Yeah, but but it's like it's. I look at it in a way, and she does too. I'm sure we push each other, push each other. Yeah, each other. go 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 for sure. And, and we were when I when she took me out. I, I mean, I get it was definitely a mistake. It wasn't on purpose. I know that for sure. But we um the last she just wanted you to see you get your hair cut. Yeah, Don't lie. Hard. That's what it was. <laughs> she plotted it the whole time. But um, from the first lap, the same exact turn that she took me out in on the second lap, from that off the um, straightaway, go to the hairpin, turn one, then come around, turn two. She, I mean, we made contact off the first lap. We were very tight racing. It was, it was the most fun I've ever had, though. Like, that, I, like it was so fun racing, like, smacking each other the whole time. And then second go around, second lap, um, I mean, I was on a shot rear tire all weekend. And, and that's another thing. It, it really um, – I feel like it – I'm going to be really quick with a new rear tire on because I pushed that bike so hard with that shot rear. And it mm-hmm. taught me a lot for sure. It showed me where the limit really is. Um, but anyway, she kind of 
stood me up a little bit. Then we got um, tangled up a bit. I got pushed off the track, and then as soon as um, my rear tire hit the uh, edge of the top, like the edge of the track, the very edge, off into the grass, mm-hmm. uh, I lost the rear, and it just spun me out, and I fell. So that was that was good. Me and Jamie push each other all the time. It's so fun. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Because yeah, I'm I'm competitive good. by nature. Like like my whole my whole outlook on on sports and athletes like i'm a fan of like the villains you know what i'm saying like i i like people that like to stir the pot so i'm a huge conor mcgregor fan oh, yeah. uh yeah. I, i'm i'm a huge uh i'm i'm starting to become a heron fan because heron like stirs the pot like a lot so i'm like i wasn't the biggest fan at first but then when he started doing the things he was doing i was like all right yeah, he's he's turned into the villain archetype i've always liked the villains stone cold steve austin like i like i, I love those guys so if my personality on track, man, Chris, I'm a you gonna hate me that day, bro. We I'm ain't like a partners Spartan. that day. I'm gonna put that to the test. That's right. We I'll ain't put the helmet friends on. That that day, we bro. I'm talking so much shit you don't even know. <laughs> Everything I'm, cussing. God damn it, blah blah blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hit your I, kill switch mid corner. Listen, you're not gonna be close enough. Or, yeah, oh, you're not word. gonna be close enough. Word. All right, I'll remember word, that. Yo, wait, yo, let me let, let me lose like 15 pounds. Watch what happens. Uh, so D Rocket says, Did Ash get his goon style from his pops? Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, how, how, how much of your dad like influences your writing? Oh uh, yeah, I get it. No, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people think, um, like, just because my dad is who he was, I uh, he taught me everything he knows. But you know, around the time I was really getting into the road racing stuff, he was pretty banged up, and I never really rode with my dad ever um, oh, on track or anything. A little bit in the compound, right? He rode supermoto with him from time to time. Uh, uh yeah there was like a handful of yeah. times but when i was really getting into it and getting quick yeah. and uh josh heron i kind of learned a lot from him growing up doing the supermoto stuff and and then you know when i think he moved to california at one point and then i just kind of got on the jump on the big supermotos and just kind of figured it Found out so, you know I, I did a lot of riding like a lot and then uh, it was burning through tires, and I was getting, you know, running any tires I could, I could get, and just changing myself in like thirty minutes, and uh, just yeah, would shred them up, sliding around, and uh, that's kind of how I learned how to do it. And uh, I'd like to do that more on a super bike, um, but it's, I don't know, I feel like the bike I'm riding is a little bit harder to get it to, to slide. Uh, yeah, but it's it's all in the setup, and right now we have a good setup. I'm pretty happy with. So, but Wait. I'm definitely comfortable riding at a, the limits like that um, if I had to. Um, but it's just what's works best, you know, the bike and stuff. So, what but, uh, the hell is the flying drip kick? So the, the flying, uh, <laughs> yeah. The flying what is that? <laughs> what is that? Uh, I don't know if I, uh, yeah, I don't know if I were to do something like that nowadays, uh, they probably would suspend me or something. What is it? What is that? Find your paper. Oh, my, so yeah, my dad, 
back. It might have been oh, 2002. Okay. I remember. That's why I was laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It was epic, bro. It was epic. Yeah, he came together with another rider. I think he lapped like already three times, three or four times in the 200. And I think was second was running down Malad, maybe. I don't know if that's right or not. But yeah, you just, you know, a little upset, you know, for the end like that, had a few laps left, I think, or something. And, you know, back in the day, there's a lot of money on the line and stuff. And for the end like that, you know, he just, you know, was a little revved up is all. And he dropped. <laughs> dude, Josie ran up and drop kicked the dude, bro. Wait, wait, wait like, like off track or like, like on No, all track. Like, they were oh, like, it. Yeah. <laughs> yo, what? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm about to look that up later. Yes. That, yo, y'all, y'all be watching too much kung fu movies, bro. Just, <laughs> Dude, it was too awesome, much pro bro. wrestling. Just well, come up to somebody. Just... Listen, it's just like, <laughs> hey, uh, Wayne Maxwell from the ASBK, Australian Superbike, he did that. Man, was it 2011? I have to go back and look, but uh, some guy crashed and wrecked him out, and he literally got up off the ground, ran straight over to him and just started punching him in the face. Well, yeah, obviously the helmet with the helmet on, right? And yeah, it was uh, yeah, how much damage can you do with that? You know? Yeah, but still it's just uh but the drop kick, dude, still to this day was my favorite ever. It was so epic, bro. It was dude, it was so awesome. Dude, I mean, like I wouldn't try to like punch somebody in the helmet, but like that liver shot is looking sweet. Mm. Right there. Yeah, Jules, look at that link. Click on the link that Dustin just sent. <laughs> I can hold on, dude. Let's I, I wonder. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to see how I can pull it up live yeah, so we can watch yeah. it. No, you you can you can, Chris. There, there's a there's an option. Ah, I'm not the uh, the host host. How Wait, do I do where is it? Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yo, uh, Dustin, if you can, just message it to me, and then I'll I'll, I'll see if I can pull it up. Because like, if awesome. I do if I do this, hold on, present. Oh, I can share my screen. Yeah, yeah, Chris. There, there's a share screen thing in the bottom. Um, uh, so the person says, "Who, who is oh, man?" This Andrew Way. Andrew Way was pretty much saying, "Like, um, how did how did you get comfortable with with the backing in and stuff like that?" I'm assuming it, it all comes with like the whole supermoto thing, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's the supermoto. Growing up doing. Oh. I'm sorry, I had a phone call. Um, no, you're good. Yeah, the whole supermoto thing uh, really allowed kind of experiment. I feel like with that, and uh, because uh, I ran, well, just supermoto in general, but I ran, uh, you know, shitty tires most of the time because I rode so much, and uh, I just kind of learned, you know, how to ride on the edge and. Just how to do it, you know. Practice makes perfect. I feel like, and and uh, you figure it out. And when you're, you know, riding on the edge and trying to go as fast as you can, you know, it just happens natural. You know. Uh, yes, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you're a big motocross guy, I feel like if you've got a lot of motocross experience getting into road racing, you might have a better chance. You know get comfortable doing all that too but uh just practice mm -hmm. <laughs> wait let, 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 let me see if i can do this real quick yeah. uh, uh let's see can you guys see this right now oh wait hold on oh i i, I don't think it's doing it never mind no because i i'm I, I think i think i found it 
Okay, no, no, <laughs> pull it back up. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, was it working? Yeah, pull it back up. I gotta actually share it. Pull, pull it back up. Is it working? Hang on. Hang do, on. do you guys see it? Yeah, we Wait. see it. Yep. There it is. There it is. Wait, hold on. Aaron mm-hmm. Yates fight. Watch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> straight drop kick, baby. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Damn, he was tight. Oh, are they going to replay that? Oh, he's still running after him. You get him. Aaron, Aaron was hot, man. You want? You look like the Michelin man. That's good. <laughs> yeah, he was not, was not stoked. What happened? Wait, let's see what happened here. Oh, oh. Yeah, he was oh. trying to uh, just trying to go around the outside of him. I think into that turn. Just you know. Watch. This is a good angle right here. <gasps> hey. Oh no! Oh, what would you do? No. That was the Wait, perfect is, is angle. Wait, is, is that the only? That's the only angle of it. Uh, I don't know. Was that Maybe. was that the only angle of it? No, I think I think that yeah. is. Yeah. Damn. Wait. He's like, no, this is Sparta. Well, yep, this is oh, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Damn, that's wild, yo. That is great. What an epic moment in time. I wish, I wish, I wish y'all had like a professional like photo of it, and then just put it like as your. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, Matt Dexter says, "What were the goals throughout your riding career? Was it always go pro racer, or did you have a milestone?" goal growing up that led you to your path were you desperate to drag me like most of us mortals and let it spiral from there yeah so i mean i i set small goals and you know reach that one start another one type deal kind of i mean obviously everybody wants to be motor gp or whatever but i just kind of you know when I started out, I mean, I grew up going to the races, super, AMA Superbike stuff, you know, traveling the country, whatever. So, I mean, I always wanted to do it. But, uh, yeah, like I got to the point where I started the mini kart track stuff and I wanted to get my knee down and then I wanted to back it in and then win this race and do this and, uh, you know, start pro or KTMRC Cup. I wanted to, you know, get a qualify you know top five and then top three whatever yeah so that's kind of how i did make small goals and reach them make more goals keep going that that's why i'm kind of scared for my future chris because if i start really liking this sfl mini stuff but like i i don't know where this is going to go from here because Uh, when when i took it's gonna suck you in jules yes it will dude i'm getting old man you're gonna go back oh, up man. Come to on, New man. York and go ride New Jersey Mini GP all the time after you get back from South Florida. You're gonna love it. Yeah. What are you talking about? Jeremy McWilliams is what 60 years old, and he's still winning races. All right, he's probably in better shape than I am. Uh, well, yeah, well. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah I'm like out, out of shape. Like, I, I go to the gym and whatnot, but like, I'm a, I'm a pretty heavy guy. But, um, I when I did my MSF course, the um, the storage container that they kept all the motorcycles in. They let us sign um, like a little signature inside of it, and I put my signature and future Moto America. <laughs> I have a picture of it on my Instagram. It's the That's cringiest awful. but greatest thing ever because I'm just like, 
I was like so diehard and like said like yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this and then I realized how much money goes into this shit and I'm like you know what I take that back <laughs> like I, I, I always tell people like you know money is like a huge factor when it comes to this kind of sport right because a lot of these riders are probably going debt like doing what they love to do but it's it's liberating you know it's 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 some next level adrenaline now, I'm pretty sure you guys feel that way. Yeah, there's nothing greater in the world in it, right? I mean, being at yeah, the track. Yeah. It's, uh, as far as, you know, back to, or I mean, as far as what riders make nowadays in Moto America, it's, it's, it's changed a lot since they made a super bike days 20 years ago. But, um, yeah, but we're still here doing it and because we love it and uh, it's harder, I feel like, than, uh, but yeah, less rewarding, I guess, in some ways, but. Mm. It's a give and take, you know, yeah. you, you, make, you make sacrifices. Pat Sheridan goes, now I see why Cam's getting so fast, hanging out with fast dudes. Yep, that's it. That's right. That's, that's it. Oh, it's right there, Pat. I mean, shoot, Ashley, I mean, he's, he's trying to get it on the S1K, so, man, I don't know. You might, might look at a future teammate or a future replacement. I don't know. You know, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, he's my backup. <laughs> backup rider, right? Yeah. right? yeah. Is there there's a Chris, is there like a certain or, or is there a certain age that you have to be to race superbike? Like I I know there's obviously like points and, and license, but is there like an age restriction too? It's probably 16. I mean wow. Uh, it might have changed maybe 18 now or something, but I'm, I mean... That makes more sense. <laughs> I think Nicky Hayden won his first Superbike race like that age, didn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah, pretty sure 16? Yeah, yeah. 16 or something. Yeah. Superbike. Yeah. No wonder that dude went to GP. <laughs> dude's winning, I mean, dude's winning top of the line races at 16 years old? Holy crap. You know, Hayden, Hayden uh, he was... He was super fast, man. He really was. And he showed it at a young – I mean, he was always faster than Tommy and, and Roger. I mean, right? He was. Always. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, don't get me wrong. Yes, they did. Every squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, right? And, and they'll, they'll, they'll get it and win the race. But 90% of the time, even training at home, um, Nikki was killing it. Yeah, that's wild. Sure. Oh, off-track training. Oh, snap. What is that like? Cycling? Is that what everyone kind of does? Uh, yeah, I'm not much of like a road bike guy. More mountain bike. I'm into the, uh, I, in Milledgeville, Georgia, where I live. We have some pretty awesome mountain bike trails, and my dad was kind of always into that too. So I, I got into it, and it's kind of like and not as boring as road biking. So I like ripping, yeah, I like ripping through the woods and jumping stuff, and you know. It's it's a, it might be a little more risky somewhat, but I yeah. feel like it's kind of sketchy here. Also, mm -hmm. road biking, you know, people. I'm just don't trust anybody. It, it it seems to be the norm, like like mountain biking and cycling and stuff like that. I'm just waiting for the day that we have someone on on the on the podcast and is like, you know what? No, nah, you know, off season, I I crochet. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I crochet or I go to the boxing gym. 
I play ice hockey. Like, you know, like, <laughs> because it always it always comes out to, to cycling. Freaking Dustin Coiner does like twit like 60 miles on freaking cycling. I don't know how y'all do that shit. Like, because my my I think my little ADHD is like if if I stick to like one type of training for too long, I get kind of sick of it. So like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, that's not the only thing. That's one of my top things, yeah. But uh, the supermotos there. I live on a lake. Right. So I, I have stand-up jet ski that I rip. I've raced them for. And uh, just he's into he's into wakeboarding yeah. and uh, kind of got me more into it too. So we do that. And, you do those flips? Huh. Like yeah. just. <laughs> nah, not me. I'm yeah. Kind of my. You get hurt doing that stuff, yeah. so. Yeah, apparently, Kid Chaos doesn't care. He's like, man, I'm just going to do a backflip, somersault 360. That's it. Knack, knack. And, man, those stand-up jet, keys, jet skis are a workout because you got to get them going and stand yourself up, man. You wreck My on them a couple of times. Dude, bro, it's yeah. a struggle. Yeah, no, they are. I've been riding them my whole life, but, yeah, they, they're definitely a workout. It's like a, a motorcycle on the water. I feel like so. Mm. Are, are are you guys like gym rats at all? Yeah, yeah we go to gym. Yeah, yeah. and I usually go. Uh, started a lot more lately, mm-hmm. but um, sometimes every day, sometimes every other day, just depending. Just yeah, and uh, try to stay active as much as possible. Yeah. And, uh, Do you stick to a certain type of diet, or you just eat whatever you want? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't eat whatever I want. No, oh. I'm pretty strict. Yeah, um, I don't really drink anything besides water and coffee. Good. <laughs> Me too. Coffee. Me too. Black. No sugar. <laughs> but like, I, I I noticed that a lot of the uh, a lot of motorcycle racers aren't like gym rat gym rats. I mean, I know Garrett Gerloff is a freaking gym rat. This, this this dude like sometimes I question if he's clean because like yeah I I see some of the pictures he's like freaking ripped like I'm like holy crap but I I know I know that the Dreyers are are gym are like, severe gym rats like they're like oh we gotta go to the gym after this podcast and I'm like oh when I was when I was y'all age well that's why they that's why they're more active than I am right but, but like when I was their age I was I was playing basketball like I. I I step foot in the weight room. I'm like, this shit is disgusting. Give me a basketball and a rim. We'll make that my workout. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, getting too big and bulky for the sport, I guess, is is kind of counterintuitive, right? Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, that's a thing too. I mean, you don't want to get like too big or whatever. But I mean, for a super bike, it's kind of important to have the <laughs> the strength, you know. And um, so I kind of been working on that. I've always kind of been a skinnier, taller guy. And my dad was always a bulkier guy, so I've been trying this year, trying to work on like upper body stuff, trying to you know gain a little mass and more strength, you know, on the superbike. So, but uh, yes, I think guys, the best thing you could do is just ride, you know, be active on the bike and keep riding anything, you know. Yeah, it's stability, core stability, and flexibility. Yeah, the it's, best. It's pretty- mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's funny mentioning like your dad being the big bulky one. Yeah, I wouldn't want to receive a drop kick of death from him either. So, yeah, and, and that guy was tiny too. So there was definitely some whiplash experience in that. 
know what I mean? I think somebody had actually mentioned the other rider's name. Hang on a second. We try to find it. Man, who cares? Michelin Man got a, got a rock. Dude, you got a straight drop kick. It was hilarious. <laughs> did, did you guys ever see that that footage of um this uh I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was in um Anthony Fania. Okay, well, irrelevant now. Yeah, Anthony Anthony Fania Fania, whatever. Uh, it, it reminds me of of when um Arnold Schwarzenegger went to like this event in Africa and he got drop kicked from behind. And he barely moved like that. Did you guys ever see that? This was like a couple years ago. It kind of yeah. reminded. Hold on, hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me, let, let me go off topic real quick. It, it, it reminds me of that. Um, I think I'm gonna look. Arnold, <laughs> drop kick. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger drop kick. No, he got drop kick. Oh, like it. it he. Oh, what? It's age restricted. That's hilarious. Well, um. I'm I'll pull that up, but in, in in the meantime, uh, do you guys have like any what what are like your your future plans? Are there like future plans or goals that you guys are um, approaching? I mean, I know we're nearing the end of the season, ish. So, what's what's that off season looking like for you guys? Wait, what did you say again? I'm sorry, I was reading the the other our, question. Our yeah, plan. Oh, plans. Uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, just uh, our plans, just the. Uh, finish out the year strong you know and and get ready for next year because i'm hoping next year will be a, a big year for us yeah. a big change so for sure yeah just stay active mm -hmm. and you know I, a lot of i got some super meta stuff planned this off season i think with brandon posh or pj jacobson maybe um and uh visit them down in florida and stuff and a lot of that we've been talking about a lot of that so i'm looking forward to that as well oh for sure so are you, you could be with shabby next year correct uh it's not like a hundred percent like in stone or anything but yeah this we've already kind of been talking about it and planning you know uh stuff and and uh yeah that's what it's sounding like so Dude, uh, i hope so <laughs> i hope so yeah. man i hope so especially with all the data that 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 you've that you guys like collected the last couple of years and how how often and consistently you'd be finishing in in the points you know so it's it from from the outside looking in it looks like a really good relationship so far no it's been um, good it's been a good it's a great atmosphere too at the track we it's uh we got a great group of guys and um uh, Coleman, Jancer, John Blake, some of the guys that helped us out, mechanics and stuff. And big thanks to them. And uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of other guys too, but those main guys there. Mm. Amen, amen. What about you, Cam? What, what you got going on? So, future plans. As of right now, I'm just trying to finish up the season strong, just like Ashton said. I'm third in points for uh, – Stockholm 25 heavyweight. I'm just trying to hold on to it. It kind of hurt me last or the last race weekend when I didn't finish. Uh, it didn't. It didn't do too bad. I got a pretty good. Um, I'm sitting nice right now in third. I think I'm like 20, 15 to 20 points ahead. Um, mm -hmm. But after that, I think next year, as of now, um, super mini 150R. I know that's coming for sure. Uh, Sick. Probably mid-season, mid-next season, maybe move up 
400, go like ride track days, uh, get on something bigger, a big bike. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also in consideration right now. But yeah, that's pretty much all for right now. Yeah, folks, y'all better watch out. Um, sure. I, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do this last question before we close out here because I we're hitting that hour fifteen mark and I want to keep guys too too long. Clapped out moto says, do you suffer from pre race anxiety slash nerves leading up to the green flag? If so, how do you deal with it? So, at first, yeah, I used to first couple of races, not really anymore. I mean, I just and I dealt with, I dealt with it in like. I usually listen to music before I go out. Some people do, some people don't. I, Who are you listening to? A lot. Um, I like some rap. The music Backstreet Boys. Like, <laughs> Shoot, I would. I, I'm a huge Backstreet fan. Okay. Cam, go ahead. No, <laughs> just joking. I listen to a lot, really. But um, yeah, I listen to music before I go out, getting the little vibe, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. trying to just focus main focus and then when i get out there on the grid focus on michael make sure eyes are on him the whole time and mm. anticipate that green flag drop and then just go um, just let it eat yeah, let it that's rip. it did, so uh ashton do you have any pre-race rituals you do like put your right boot on before your left boot every time or lucky underwear yeah lucky socks whatever uh i kind of used when i was younger kind of did that a little bit but not anymore really no i just make sure i'm comfortable and for every race i run a um a breathe right strip make sure i have that before the races i make sure everything is how i want it perfect and like everything's all good and i'm ready to go don't have to worry about nothing so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's about it not really anything too crazy um but uh, what was the question again? Uh, do you have any like nerves? Like, like pre-race anxiety or jitters or? Oh, yeah. yeah, not as much anymore. No, yeah, been been at it for a while now, I guess. But so it's yeah. kind of like clocking into work now. Yeah, this the superbike guys is a big, it's a, a a lot of talent and experience, and I trust all this guy i mean we all trust each other pretty well i think you know mm-hmm. been racing against now uh, most of those guys now for like over a year and yeah i mean we all know what we're doing i mean we're pushing to the limit yeah those first couple laps can be hairy but it's not you know it's just racing mm-hmm. if something happens you know it, that's racing that happens <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's how we got it. But, uh, but now it's out there, you know, where we've all rode around each other enough to know, you know, how each one of us rides and stuff. So what sketches me out the most is those mini DP races. If I go out there, and I'm racing with those guys, and uh, yeah, sometimes and, and and they try to end your career. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I gotta make sure I'm. You know, keeping my space. That's right. Uh, a little bit those first couple laps in those little TP races because anything can happen. But uh, whoa, what 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 we looking like? Ten duck sized horses, duck sized horses in unarmed combat, or just one horse sized duck? I think the one horse sized duck would do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you take on it in, in in a Mortal Combat unarmed combat? Oh. uh 
Matt Dexter with the Shout out to Matt Dex for, for he's a real. clown. He's a great filmer. Um, he is. He's awesome. He's the man behind the camera all the time. It's he's great. Yeah. Oh, I, I got I got to see his work. I I I watch a lot of um um Gray Fam, uh Gray Fam, and uh, I, I forgot what this other guy is. He, Ashton. He does a lot of your videos. Something Glass Media. Fast Glass. Dustin. Fast. Yeah. Dustin yeah. 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 I, I, I like his work. Oh, I, I actually have that. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me show yeah, Dustin's a good dude, good friend of mine too. I kind of, we kind of, he started out with me, kind of, you know, got him going in the supermoto. When I did supermoto, he came over and took some videos, and I was like, "Damn, man, you should be doing this." And that's Dude, his friends were like, "Dang, bro, just." Yeah, you should start. This should be your thing. And yeah, he's came a long way. So shout out to him. Yeah, his his stuff is top tier. Oh, this is what I was talking about, you guys. <laughs> so, you know, our, our little ex, Govna, just chilling, you know, taking pictures with everybody. Little, little event. I, most of these people know who he is. Some of them don't. Got a fat watch. <laughs> And then where we at? All right. <laughs> the anticipation is building. For someone who has all that money, he's wearing an American Eagle shirt. <laughs> but he's still yacked. Look at him. I like American yeah. Eagle, man. I know, but for someone who has all the money in the world and you're wearing an American Eagle shirt. Oh, oh here it comes. What, is he, he going to turn around? I, 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 don't, I don't know what event this is, but. Boink! <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> What was the point? Whoa. What? But but if you see, he barely moved. Like he probably moved a half a step. Ahead. Yoink, dude! Wow. What was he thinking? It's like what? What was that? Like, like did he? Oh my god, that was what crazy. Was the, what was the agenda in the beginning? Like, all right, he's gonna be here. What? Three o'clock? Okay. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna drop, boys. Kick I'm gonna drop kick him. <laughs> That one had a little more power behind it than my dad's. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. But he it's didn't awesome. move. He was like, <laughs> like, like a mosquito <laughs> bit him. Like, like it was crazy. But anyway, that boys. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and close out the show. But before I go, is there anything you guys want to say, Chris? Is there anything you would like to say, brother? Uh, I, I'm gonna let Ashton and Cam go first, and I'll go. Yeah, just. Where, where can we find you guys? Yeah, like, yeah. Cam, you got any like, projects that you're Instagram, supporting? Yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah. And you can find me on Instagram, official.cam28, um, Facebook, Cameron Myers. Uh, yeah, and I just really want to say a huge shout out to you guys, dude. I love doing these. This podcast, second one, it's so fun. Um, you guys are great. I can't wait to see you guys in person, hang out with you at South Florida Race, you know, or whatever I'll we be do. There. Florida. Sure. That'll be sick. Um, yes. And, yeah, I, I love this little podcast. It's a it's different. It's different, right? It's a different environment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on, y'all, and uh, both of us on. And is uh, looking forward to see you guys later on, New Jersey, I guess. Yeah, yeah Jersey, man. Jersey. Yeah. Right I'll also be there, Coda. Yep. Okay, right on, man. Yeah, come find me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. It was fun. Nice talking to you guys. And do it again sometime. 
yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Man. Yeah, yeah maybe sometime in the off season when nerves are a little bit more calm. I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna hijack one of them them stripey shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need to get, actually. I got some uh, shirts. If you want one? Yeah, absolutely. The shirt. I might hook you up with a shirt. Dude, I, dude, Ashley, you got one coming. I, I'm getting, this? I'm getting these got you. this week. I got you. Right. I'm gonna send you that and some stickers, man, for sure. So I'll. Right. So when we get off here, man, uh, you already messaged me your address. I'll message you mine and Jules and all that good stuff. But listen, right. I want to say before we get on here, man, what an honor it is again to have Kid Chaos. Um, and you know, I, actually, Ash. I yeah, I, I, uh, I become really good friends with everybody I have on the podcast. I always stay in touch and text, and man, it's just it, it's a dream. But listen, what an honor to have you on, Ashton and Cam. Um, yeah, I just don't know what else to say, man. Like I said before the podcast, I've been talking to Ashton and was like, dude, I got to turn my fanboy off because uh, huge fan of his dad's <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And and obviously because I've been a huge fan of your dad's when you started racing, obviously I gravitated straight to you. And uh, look, look where you're at and what you become. And I can't wait for you to be our next Moto America champion for sure um and in jersey i can't wait to see you and uh yeah we have a mega time and you just let me know uh end of the season we'll definitely get on the podcast and everybody that watching hang on before we get off here i gotta do the uh the live giveaway um because everybody that watches and and subscribes actually gets automatically entered in a giveaway um let me figure out how to do that how do i do share screen again so you, you you go you go down to present here in the bottom next to leave studio uh present i got you share screen yeah i i i wish i wish i'm gonna learn how to put music on the background so snap your fingers do your step yeah. oh man yo right, you, you don't yo yo you you don't want to look at his porn history bro like midget porn and whatnot. yeah get off there dude. <laughs> he said midget porn that is hilarious <laughs> I had to turn my fanboy off for for Ashton and for Max Flinders. Like when we had Flinders on the pod, and we had a really early like like we we didn't establish nothing yet, but we had Max Flinders on. I was like, oh my god, oh Mike Cook. Did you guys do you guys Cook. see that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mike Cook. Congratulations, you've won. What did he win? Uh, two uh two Pendergast stickers. The oh, are new sweet. Ones. Dude, I so, slapped one of those on my PC before I left. Came back here, I slapped that thing on there. Like, so cool. Appreciate it, man. We gotta yeah, see Kid so Chaos in the back of your leathers, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. On the butt pass, just go in there. Right. Yeah. And and, and uh, you might have to go down a helmet size for this haircut. That's who. <laughs> my dad was actually <laughs> telling me that he was like, uh, "You should wait till like off season. Um, you might actually have to go down a helmet size." I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, maybe, but I mean, listen, we can wait till the end of the year. That's fine to to, to, to cut your hair. But, dude, Ashton, you're going to be there, man. It's going to be live. We're going to do this live on the podcast, and we're going to. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'm telling you, you, you're definitely going to look good with a buzzy, like, like 100%, because this is a face shape. My my face is too round. So, like, if I had a buzzy, I look like a thumb. But I think (laughs) you'd be all right. Yeah. Uh, I, I look like one of Megan Fox's thumbs. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but she got two weird. Megan people. Fox. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mad disturbing. But anyway, like, like what Chris said, I really appreciate you guys having on for yeah. Kid Chaos Cam. 
Fire Fist Ash, I really appreciate you guys for joining and, and, and chopping shop. I, I was excited because this is my first one with you, Jules, and I was, I was like, yeah. Yeah. The explosive personality. <laughs> Dude, it, it's it, it's great having you guys on. And and like, like Chris said, and like we encourage all of our guests, y'all are always free to come on and like and like chop drama. You know, we're always here to just talk. It doesn't even have to be about motorcycle racing in general, but like we, we just love talking about random stuff. And I feel like I want to do more of these. You guys are actually the first ones that I've actually showed a a YouTube video period and a youtube video that had nothing to do with with the podcast so like you guys are the y'all are the innovators of this stuff now so you're you're part of that journey and we're learning every day so for everybody watching thank you so much for tuning in on pin the gas podcast we appreciate your love and support go ahead and copy yourselves a pin the gas shirt get yourself some stickers because we'd be selling out left and right leave us a comment tell us tell us what you think subscribe to our youtube channel subscribe to our spotify um we're, we're on every single listening platform we're on candy gram we're on telegram we're on we're everywhere all right we're everywhere like a venereal disease so definitely leave us a comment thank you again so much cam ashton chris the show simcoe i am cool jules see you guys at the next episode peace hang on guys stay on for a second hang on hang on hang on